Hello listeners and welcome to the lockdown series of the British Academy of Jewelry podcast. I'm Sophie Boons and today I have invited a guest from halfway across the world in Mexico for a quite literal remote discussion. We most likely have all taken to social media now to connect, network and in some case promote ourselves and our work, whilst our physical interactions might have been significantly restricted. But globally connecting on social media and sharing a message that is of interest to a large following takes dedication. Therefore, I have invited Holinka Escudero, the founder of the Jury Activist pages on various social media platforms. Welcome, Holinka. Thank you very much for inviting me, Sophie. And also thank you, British Academy of Jewelry. So, Holinka, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Uh, well, I'm Mexican and live in Mexico City. I studied graphic design and there at the university I met Omar Arroyo and he was the professor that introduced me to the jewelry world. Um, he made me question where does jewelry came from? Since I was a child, as many of us, we love jewelry and in Mexico, we have a, a silversmith tradition since 1880. We have many metalsmiths uh, making jewelry, sculptures. And when I was like a teenage, I used to go to a market and buy some, some pieces like rings. But always was important to ask, is it silver? I mean, I never understood why, but it was important to ask and to get that answer. Yes, it's silver. I knew it was silver, but what was silver? And also about the jewelry, it was like, who made them? I mean, I have a lot of pieces of jewelry, but I take them for granted. So who made it and how? And again, why it was important, the silver as a matter of value. And again, in Mexico, we have uh, silver traditions like since forever. My teacher was the inspiration. So I decided to take technique classes. And there also met a great professor. And immediately I got in love with metals and acid and burns and all that stuff. So I was really, really, really in love. And I always keep uh, touch with my professor from the university. And years later, uh, he told me about Heigsbacher. And he was like, oh, do you know uh, who is Heigsbacher? And it was like many times the, the same question. And it results that my professor worked with Heigsbacher on industrial design projects. So it was like a step forward to get into the contemporary jewelry world. You run the very successful jewelry activist pages. I think I checked last around 50,000 followers. Is that correct? Uh, kind of. 
when did you launch them and what was the reason behind them? Okay, uh, first as a maker, I was looking for inspiration and internet was like, you don't need exactly to go out sometimes to get some inspiration. So I got obsessed with jewelry blocks. There is a special one that I think it already exists. The name is the carrot box. And I think it's like from the 2000, something like that. And I really admire Alice Matsumoto, I think. And she's also a mysterious person. Even when she's outside for holiday, she gives extra links. So I recommended that blog and I, that was a huge inspiration for me. And after a year or so, I decided to start blogging, but in Spanish. And it was in 2007. I never found a name that feel right for the blog. So it passed for many names. Then in 2010, there was a symposium in Mexico City, and it was organized by a Mexican architect and curator, Valeria Simelik. That event changed my life forever. I uh, get to meet a lot of artists and gallerists and curators, and also it was so different that I could see the, the pieces in life. I mean, maybe behind a, a glass uh, window, but not, in, not uh, behind a, a screen or in a book, on a flat book. So for me, it was super. So uh, it was an inspiration to keep going and share as much information as I can. Also, after the symposium, a group of Mexican designers, industrial designers, and also graphic designers, as I am, decided to start a collective in Mexico. So we made uh, some interesting and funny projects to be able to share with regular people what contemporary jewelry is, but we didn't have many success. It's very difficult to understand it here, but we were like so enthusiastic and we like fit really well together. And also uh, we made a project that it was about a saint. We have like, the Catholic religion here, but most of us is like I am because I was born with, but I'm not practicing. But I mean, we are very used to saints. So somehow, I don't know, maybe talking or hanging around, we thought about making a saint for the contemporary jewelry artist. So every person of the collective made a piece and asking uh, the saint for something. That's where the jewelry activist 
got sense. It was my turn to, to ask something to the saint. I asked him to uh, spreading the world of contemporary jewelry. So it was like a really good and very nice project, successful, like people from other parts of the world wanted to participate. And uh, yeah, it was funny because the collective's name is Untitled, Sin Titulo in Spanish. So the name of the saint is San Titulo because son of the saint and Titulo because of the name of the collective. So that's when the jewelry activist got a name that like really fit all the work that I have been done all these years. And which platforms did the jewelry activists start on then? I started the blog in Spanish in WordPress. But then with the advances of technology and social media, Facebook uh, was another way to start sharing. And then I discovered Instagram to make something different um, with this new platform. What do you think is the key success to the page today? Because obviously a lot of people follow it. What do you think makes it so attractive? Instagram? Yes, and the other pages? I think it's uh, like a way to self-educate yourself, you know, like watching all that images that can inspire you or you can get to know many people, many artists, and maybe you can text to, I don't know, Ruth Peters or one of the big ones, and probably they will give you an answer and just like go for it. Do you also create the page to perhaps draft a bit of a timeline or to create a sort of flow so that we in the future perhaps can look back and see what was said and happened and what was inspiring at certain times? Uh, We don't know what's going to happen with Instagram um, and with the famous algorithms. uh, It could be like forever or never get to the first post. But... I don't know, sometimes, yes, things stay there. And yes, I, I would like that it could be a reference for other people to young artists to get to know what's going on out there, to educate really their vision, uh, pay attention to materials, to shapes, investigate please please because recently i have some messages talking me about copies it kind of worries me because i i don't know if everything is a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy uh by the way it's like a poster that i found in instagram (laughs) 
So yes, I guess the the young generation have to be informed and really make research about their work to have a concept and not just copy. You've been running your pages for many years, often appealing to jewelers to actively engage with them. What do you think are the benefits of connecting through social media? Uh, let me tell you that the followers of jewelry activists are not that active as I would like to. Uh, the comments can be like, oh, great, I love it, and blah, blah, blah. But sometimes when I ask something, it's like nobody answers. And that makes me feel sometimes so bad. Yes, I have had some moments that I think like, maybe I should quit. I mean, but I know I can't do it. <laughs> it can be quite an a lonely place as well, the social media networks, because you might post an image of your work and not get any response. So how do you deal with that? Uh, I try to not to pay attention anymore. There is something that I really would like, yeah, interact with like, the account, and but I try not to think about it anymore. Also, um, with the numbers, you uh, ask me about the, new, the number of followers. I try also not to, to think about it because um, it can be also tricky. And if you pay attention, uh, I don't need it in my mind. It's not about numbers for me. I'm very proud that all my followers are like real people that want to follow the account because I have never, ever, ever bought any, any follower. So I'm very proud of it, like handwriting, you know? Yeah, that's brilliant. I think that's really good advice for anyone starting to put their work out there and have their own personal social media pages you won't have 50,000 followers tomorrow. And I also think it shouldn't be the aim of your page. I guess the aim of pages should be to connect with like-minded people and to get a network together and to also share your work with a wider audience that you might not meet tomorrow on the tube. So I would say it's really solid advice not to worry too much about the numbers. You see a lot of jewelry pass by, lots of images. Do you have any tips and tricks for people starting out with promoting their work and connecting online? Do's and don'ts. Okay. First of all, having an Instagram account on these days is basic. For me, Facebook is not working the same way. I mean, there's still a lot of information but I'm not comfortable with Facebook anymore. Still, I try to connect sometimes and share the content uh, that I found there. But if you don't have an Instagram account, you are losing some time. 
then if you really want to show your work, a private account is useless. Please don't use private accounts because uh, sometimes people send me like great pictures of their, their work and then when I try to repost or something, the account is closed. <laughs> Another thing is post frequently and also use the best, best pictures that you have. Not everyone can take professional pictures, but I think uh, we can take like good pictures with a cell phone. For me, the presentation is uh, important uh, because I don't like that kind of uh, pictures where the piece is almost forgotten because of the background. For me, it's like I want to see the piece of jewelry. Also, it's important to write a description of the piece. I mean, sometimes it's like, uh, what, what should I uh, put there? Like, title, untitled, like, uh, maybe you can post that and the year it was made, or like the materials, or if you had uh, an inspiration, a concept. I mean, e everything you can uh, have in the description can be helpful for for people to know how you work and to share also ideas with other artists another one hashtags it took me forever to understand hashtags so i will try to explain so when someone posts a hashtag like contemporary jewelry or British Academy of Jewelry, uh, it, will, it will appear in the hashtags search. So if someone uh, tags British Academy of Jewelry, uh, people, uh, I don't know, maybe not from the academy, from other, other parts of the world, can get information of the British Academy, of the events and uh, exhibitions, whatever. So that's the importance uh, with hashtags. Sometimes it can be like uh, hashtags, how many? And I don't want to write them any time I post. So I have the list uh, on one of my, and my notes of the cell phone. So I just copy and paste. Don't forget to hashtag your name because some people are used to have nicknames and it's okay, but how do you want uh, the art world to recognize you by your nickname or by your name? And pay attention on what's new on Instagram. Add on whatever that you will discover that can help you. So we are all in lockdown. Many of us don't have access to our jobs and are not allowed to leave our houses, but we can still connect through social media. 
do you think that there are any benefits at this moment in time? If you want to keep in touch with the jewelry world, you can do uh, a lot of things, research and getting inspiration, not only from jewelry accounts, maybe, I don't know, sports, babies. And still, you can get in touch with everyone you want. I like memes, so maybe you can <laughs> contact your your meme professional <laughs> and share one with them or yes i think that that are many many things to do and also to get out a little bit of the social media uh, there's many options in the internet like Arjule forum uh, page glimo2 uh, there's many places where you can find information, inspiration. You can uh, look for videos. I mean, the possibilities are like huge. Have you seen anything amazing online that you would like to share? Actually, there was a video and it was a repost from Art Select. That's the name of the of the page and it's a video about an one-armed nurse and she she is also a paralympian swimmer and she's presenting there like a lecture duet and with a violin so it's like very inspired how further a person with some limitations can go further for her dreams or the passion. Yeah, and in the video you can see her like with some joy and also like the prosthetic of their arm. It's also, it works like the stick for the violin and also the piece that is going on the shoulder. For me, it's like a piece of jewelry and I see kind of enamel and that's what I see. But it's a, a really inspiring video. You can find it in the IGTV on my account. Wow, thank you for sharing that. So you are in lockdown also. What have you been doing to keep busy? Okay, after I came back from Munich, I had 14 days in isolation, just me in my bathroom. I have read some books that I bought in, in Munich. One is the Kadri Malk book that it's called Hunt, the Brown from Ruth Peters, and also the book of Jiro Kamata, Voices. And I'm like figuring out uh, the new page, like the next step for the jewelry activist. And I've been also like taking care of my mental health, keep mentally healthy also. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Okay, so connecting through social media might be one of a number of limited options we currently have available to us, but the power of social media for a medium like jewelry, whether it is designs 
and their designers noticed or to connect with like-minded artists across the world or more significantly promote a shared lifestyle to the general population. It has been and will continue to be a force to be reckoned with even outside of the lockdown. If you are not as active on social media today and it perhaps does not come natural to you, there is no time like the present to start contributing to the conversations that actually matter to you. Who knows, it might lead to opportunities and connections you couldn't imagine today. In a changing world, the programs might change, the medium might change, but the driving force underneath the surface is a very interesting and perhaps unstoppable trajectory that can be used in a positive way. For now, I just would like to thank Holinka for joining me for this remote discussion with a six hour time difference. We are very grateful for your advice, insights and time today. Thank you, Sophie. It was a great conversation. Um, I hope that all the information can be helpful. Text me, follow me. I don't know if you also know that I have the IC Jewelry account, just in case you want to see more. So thank you. So next week, I will be joined by another guest. For now, this was Sophie Boons for the lockdown series of the BAJ podcast titled Social Media and Virtual Connections. In conversation with Linka, I wish you a good weekend and thank you for listening.